You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I have to watch tape, see how they did today, but I know how they've been doing all spring. Uh, I'm pleased with where those guys are, and they both have some growth, certainly uh, left in front of them, but they both had really good springs. I didn't think I played my best game for sure, but I got to run around, have fun. It kind of sucks being green jersey thud, but yeah, just ready to be live. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, as we are talking recruiting. And you heard Scott Frost mention quarterbacks in, in that position and that group. Um, and the number two, particularly between Logan Smothers and Heinrich Harburg. And that was the first time we talked to Logan Smothers. But, Nate, there were a lot of quarter. There was a, at least one key quarterback recruit on campus, um, MJ Morris, this weekend. I know it was a little harder with recruiting because technically they weren't on guided tours, but there were a lot of guys in the stadium uh, we did our best at Husker Online to track down a lot of the key names that were here. Let's start with quarterback. What is your read on where they're at in 2022? Yeah, well, for 2022, you mentioned MJ Morris was on campus, and he's a four-star, you know, Rivals 250 quarterback out of Atlanta. Uh, this is obviously his first time ever making it to Nebraska, and he had a great, great visit. Um, just like everybody else, was just blown away by the atmosphere, by the fan base, and the energy that was, you know, kind of in the stadium, and just the whole, the whole show uh, of the day. And, and obviously, you know, also liked what he saw from the offense. Felt like he could fit into it and everything. So um, it was a big day for for Nebraska as it relates to to MJ Morris. And it, it maybe. You know, and leading up to that visit, you know, some of the other schools that were, you know, kind of in maybe even ahead of Nebraska, I think may have may have fallen off the board a little bit. You know, Florida State was one of his favorites for a long time. And for a long time, they'd been saying they're taking two quarterbacks. Well, uh, I think it was the Wednesday or Thursday leading up to the Nebraska spring game. Uh, they could receive their second quarterback commit of the class, and so that that effectively eliminates Florida State from you know from MJ Morris's uh, you know kind of group of top schools. And I think uh, Nebraska kind of vaulted up the board there. Now he's still saying that he wants to make a decision uh, in the month of May, and I know Nebraska has gotten you know a handful of quarterbacks that are going to be visiting in the month of June for official visits. So it's going to be interesting to see kind of how things play out there, and um, and then you know. They also had another top quarterback, Reese Mooney, out of the 2023 class visit. Um, and this is a kid who's huge, huge Nebraska fan. His dad grew up a Nebraska fan, uh, and things are looking really, really good there. So, uh, and he brought, you know, arguably one of the top overall wide receivers in the country, uh, and Shelton Sampson, with him, uh, you know, up to the Nebraska spring game. So it almost kind of seems like he's doing a little recruiting for the Huskers at, at this point. Yet, even though he's not even committed. And Nate, uh, two of the guys you talked to from nearby Hayes, Kansas, which is really right on the Nebraska border in western um, Nebraska there. Um, two key targets, uh, Jaron, is it Kanick? Yeah, Jaron Kanick. Kanick, I, I want to make sure I pronounce it. Kanick um, was here um, as well as his teammate Gavin Myers. One is more of an outside linebacker, Jojo Dolman type guy, and the other is an inside linebacker. 
what's your read on where that's at with two of the top players in the state of Kansas? Yeah, so with Jaron Koenig, you know, he, he could play wide receiver, he could play outside linebacker, could probably even play safety. Uh, I mean, he's a 10 meter guy at 6'2", 210 pounds, and so uh, just kind of a freakish athlete. And, um, you know, Nebraska is recruiting him as an athlete. They think he could he could play wide receiver or outside linebacker. I think I think he'd probably end up being an outside linebacker uh, for Nebraska and, and probably most of the other schools that are that are after him right now. But this is his first visit to Lincoln, and again, you know, uh, was really really impressed by everything. Um, and I think Nebraska has got maybe a little bit of an inside track here. Uh, he's tentatively scheduled to take his official visit the first weekend in June, uh, which it seems like Nebraska is really trying to load up that first weekend in June with a lot of their top guys. But um, and, and people are kind of might cringe at this, but one of the newer schools that's entered the picture with him, uh, and he's he's landed a lot of new offers here over the last month, especially since track season started, and he ripped off um, you know those ten six hundred meters. Uh, is Clemson you know Brent Venables is from Kansas still recruits the state of Kansas for Clemson and he's come calling uh, and really you know making a strong strong push to get Jaron out there for a camp early in June um, and to you know basically to see if if they're going to offer him or not and so uh, you know I think that's and that's obviously very exciting for for Jaron and uh, you know you could tell when I was talking with him you know that's that's something that, that he's really looking forward to doing is going out there and, and seeing things and working out for him. So so we'll see what happens. But I think, you know, if that offer does not end up coming, uh, I really like Nebraska's chances right now. And, and you know, that would that would help with uh, with Gavin Myers. And uh, honestly, I think Nebraska is the team to beat for Gavin Myers. I've already put my future cast in for Gavin Myers being a future Husker. Uh, but right now, I think it's whether or not he gets the green light to commit. You know, they have Ernest Hausman at the inside linebacker position. They only have room for one more in this class, at least as things stand right now. And, and so I think they're being a little bit more selective there. But if they somehow got Gavin Myers in the class, that would probably help them get Jaron Koenig in the class too. Is it just me or is every quality recruit within like the area is either a tight end or an inside linebacker? <laughs> that's what it, I mean, it just is like you can't take them all. That, that's the unfortunate thing and I mean these are a lot of these guys are power they're power five guys yeah you know? they're yeah they're all I mean and it's not just fringe power five guy they're they're all legitimate power five guys and um you know I, I think uh it's it's a weird thing right now where you know, an awful lot of tight ends awful lot of uh, inside linebackers you know Jaron Koenig might be you know he's one of those guys that that is uh a little bit different athletically than than a lot of the others but uh, it is very strange in its last year's class, this class, and maybe even the class, you know, the next year's class. They're all a lot of the same type of body types coming out of the Midwest right now. And Nate, there were um, a number of other visitors here um, that, that came on campus. I know we've talked to a lot of them. I mean, you, Mike and Brian have been on the phones feverishly uh, texting and getting updates. Um, I mean, nothing like leads you to believe that the a commit's coming this week. Uh, you get the point. A lot of kids are waiting until June. Yeah, that's that's the thing, you know. And, and I don't think Nebraska was expecting any commits to come from the spring game weekend. I wasn't necessarily expecting any commits to come from it. But I think what has happened, and I wrote about it on Wednesday, is Nebraska was able to kind of set the hook with a lot of these guys. A lot of these big fish were finally able to get on campus, and, and Nebraska did a great job of kind of setting the hook with the atmosphere and, and the overall situation, and and uh, you know and. and 
and now these guys are they're looking forward to getting back and actually being able to sit down with Scott Frost and sit down with their position coach and their recruiting coach and 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 hang out with these guys in person and, and get a feel for what they're like in person instead of over the phone and and to actually take a tour of the facilities and and you know meet some of the guys that are currently on the team and and sit down with you know Dennis LeBlanc and the academics and so on and so forth and so I think that's when the commits are really going to start pouring in but I'll tell you what for for what it was given the fact that you couldn't have face-to-face contact you couldn't give tours you couldn't really do anything special for these players to have nearly 20 guys with offers on campus in that type of situation for the spring game was pretty impressive and and we're going to see the large majority of those guys make return trips whether it be in June or at the beginning of next season uh, and the commits will follow I, I think that there's going to be we'll be able to look back and say hey out of that group of visitors that came for the spring game you know five six seven eight of them ended up committing in this class and I think we all agree that June could end up being one of the busiest recruiting months we've seen in history um, because of the circumstances I mean it's literally like opening the floodgates and people are going to be on campuses seven days a week anywhere from seven in the morning to 10 o'clock at night I mean it's just going to be nonstop visits campus workouts and that's the part I'm so intrigued about is how will these workouts go with a lot of kids because you have the luxury to have basically free camps i mean yeah. you can separate guys and be like oh you don't want to, you, don't, you don't have to pay a 100 bucks to come to our camp just come in for a visit and we'll work you out for an hour instead yeah, yeah they get a, they get an hour to work out these you know to have an individual you know workout with these guys a hands-on deal i mean that's that's unheard of, and and so I wonder if this is just a COVID year, or if this will be going forward every year. I would, I lean towards it being just a, for the COVID year because it's been so long since coaches and the players have been able to to. You know, it's been a long time since coaches were able to go out on the road and, and do evaluations. It's been a long time since the uh, recruits were able to, to go to a camp or, or whatever. So I feel like this might be just a one-off type of deal until we get back to normal a little bit, uh, but. Who knows? I, Maybe I mean, it's going to be so popular that the coaches, could, yeah. that they're going to push for it. So it, it could be. You think about, though, the coaches have missed all that time in the football season, obviously, where they can go and watch games. In January, they go watch high school basketball games and weightlifting mm-hmm. sessions. Um, you know, in the month, in the spring months, they go to track meets, baseball games, training sessions to watch. They, they've lost all of that. So, yeah. I mean, they're trying to give some of that back here in well, June. And, and some some players across the country didn't even have a season last year, so they don't have any film. You know, they haven't been able to even have coaches watch their their newest film, and so uh, or they don't have much of it, even if they did play. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's this is a big deal for both the coaches and the recruits. Um, and you're right; it'll be it will be very fascinating to see if this is something that that the coaches uh, they try to push for to make it more of a normal deal every year type of deal or not. But yeah, the month of June is going to be ridiculous just with the amount of players making their way to campus and and the, the coaches, the workouts that are going to be taking place and and you know part of the coaching staff hitting the road to do satellite camps and I mean it's just it's going to be wild. Well, lots to keep up on. Also, Nebraska baseball again this weekend trying to bounce back from being swept by Rutgers. So make sure you stay on HuskerOnline.com. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.